Hello, guys, something special is happening in here. That's right, it's brackets and jackets, bringing it back for brackets and jackets. Special Epstein Island edition. That's right, folks. Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, the man with the island, which is suspiciously close to Haiti. That's right. You see this man, Jeffrey Epstein, is funding lots of people. He's funding lots of people on the street to make sure his shit doesn't get out. That's right. They want the record sealed. They're paying a lot of people. Epstein's paying a lot of people. Oh, boy. For one, he's got a whole Mossad media matrix in America. And I would bet you anything that Alex Jones is one of them. Prove me wrong. That's right. Cappy's in the portal. Cappy's in the portal. Cappy's in the building with songs about Epstein. It's Brackets Jackets Epstein edition. Guys, I had some epiphanies today. I had some real big epiphanies about some guys. A big network of guys and spies and lies and liars. All right, think about this for a minute, okay? The guy in Portland, the scientist that just got busted for producing CP, that guy is one degree of separation away from Epstein. Epstein, the investor that lives in West Palm Beach, Florida. I know a guy who lives in West Palm Beach, Florida as well. Investor as well. Also involved as well. And all is not well with these guys. The Florida boys, the Glow boys, the Scott Israels of the world. You see, Epstein is Hillary Clinton. And Epstein is Haiti. And Epstein is a big network of media assets. By the way, did you know that Steve Bannon is going to that guy for money? Also, Epstein is Epstein Oprah. Epstein is uh, Chris Tucker. You remember him. Epstein is also Kevin Spacey. Epstein is also Prince Andrew. Epstein is also... Who else is Epstein? Who else is Epstein? Tell me. You guys know. Who else is Epstein? Is Epstein Big Pharma? Is Epstein Brian Singer? Is Epstein Naomi Campbell? Yep, all of the above. All of the above. Who is Epstein? Epstein is the keystone of a whole motherfucking matrix. And once you pull it out, once you pull it out, it all falls down. Dersh, Dersh was there too. See, here's something that really made a kind of weird epiphany to me today is when I figured out that Gabe Hoffman lives in West Palm Beach, Florida and is an investor in West Palm Beach, Florida, and had a documentary 
about this guy, Brian Singer. But is this Brian Singer Epstein as well? Were they maybe setting up a little play for this guy, Brian Singer? Maybe they didn't even bring him down to where the real shit was happening. They always had a ball guy to take him out. That's kind of where my mind's going. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. What about Alex Jones? Who else is Epstein funding? The guy was friggin' loaded. And there's accounts in the Cayman Islands. Plus, if you've got paymasters, if you've got people that will pay and do your dirty work for you, like set up ups on patriotic Americans. Well, what about that? By the way, I got a call today. I got a call today from somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. It was the best, guys. It was a very good call. Things are happening all over the world. Oh yes, some things are happening all over the world. By the way, by the way, may I remind you that that scientist that was busted in Portland just a couple of days or maybe a week ago was busted for producing CP and he is one degree away from Epstein. That's right, Epstein. Pull it out, pull it out. Pull it like a ding on the bottom. Pull it like a ding on the bottom. Pull that motherfucker out. And everything, everything all falls down. Prove me wrong. You see, Epstein did so many things and so many people and so much was going on underneath the temple of doom. Well, I hate to be a harbinger of bad news, but uh, people took devices into the temple, you friggin' idiots. That's why, that's why we have everything. We have everything! It's true. And you know how we do? <laughs> uh, Send this to your mom. Be like, hey mom, hey ASC, hey Rashida, is there anyone, anyone who would like to look into this Jeffrey Epstein character? Because he has some associations we should look into. You might as well do it. Is there anyone brave enough? I think all of America could be brave enough because here's what Epstein means once you take it out. That means a bunch of bad guys on both sides go tumbling down. Like, hey, Democrats, I'll tell you what. I bet you if we pull this Jenga, we could get... <laughs> oh, we could do a lot of good for all of America. Make all of America great. And get rid of the hate and infighting and people that somehow irrationally go after Q. Because I think Q is a pretty cool dude. That's right, Turtle. That is correct. We must unseal. Let's see what lurks inside those records. What's inside those records? Let me see what you got in there. What do you got in there? Oh, boy! Nail you to the wall. 
prove me wrong. You can't prove me wrong. Ooh, 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 I am high. I am indeed high on amazing vibes and feelings that we are entering into a new era. But first, but first, we might have to do a few things. That's right. See, you can't just keep covering it up because the truth is coming out and you can't put it under the ground. As hard as you try, run to it! Make a run for it, you bitch! See, you are going down and your clowns! You are all going down to the ground! This is Dr. Light, Dr. Light! That's right! Get another proxy, bitches! Masadi hotties! And motherfucking little ho-dotties! You got all that fucking blackmail from Epstein Island! And you want to keep it on the low-low, but you can't, bro. You cannot keep it up, bro. Oh, boy. This Epstein guy keeps some interesting company, doesn't he? Prove me wrong. What about Branson? I mean, he's right there. What about the guy named, uh... What about some, maybe some secret guys? Huh? Maybe some filmmaker guys. Who else is Epstein? That's the thing, we don't know. We don't know what's going on with Epstein. Uh, I mean, it is a fact that Epstein was pictured with Trump. Now, I know better. But shouldn't it at least be looked at, America? Yeah, Rachel. That's where my head's going. Who else was on the island? Was Paris Hilton? Oh, shit. Was Paris? Were you there, Paris? Paris, were you there? Is that why you're fucking doing what you're doing? You know what happens when we sing this song. When we all sing along. <laughs> yes, the Lolita Express. On that plane, and what was they doing? They were in Santa Fe, New Mexico, weren't they? Santa Fe, Epstein, heard he got a ranch out there. Heard it, Mexico's really close. What about when the border was porous with all those people poured upon us? Those little people smuggled in and sold to people, like what happened in Tucson and probably New Mexico and probably California and all over the world. This industrial complex of fucking slavery. These modern day slavers are slavers. That's right. Santa Fe, New Mexico. I don't know if he was in the city. May have been the county. Not quite sure on the details of that aspect. Probably should look it up. But I know that the flight logs showed that Jeffrey Epstein was definitely in Santa Fe. Oh, me. Oh, yes, please have a look. Have a look. Spread it around now. Oh yeah, Prince Andrew. So that brings the royal family into the equation. Who knew?
there's lots of choppers overhead sometimes. They like to have a peek. Yeah, they like to have a peek. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. So think about the concept of a bagman, okay? What about a bagman? A bad man who holds the bag for bad man. Is it Jeffrey Steve? Is it a Jeffrey Steve? Hey! Palm Beach, what's up? We're coming to you live from America. Oh boy. Uh, uh, it's so funny to watch people be stupid. Fucking idiots. True story. It makes me laugh. Sometimes it makes me cry. When bad people do bad things to other people. But that's why. That's why we do what we do. So who else was on the island? Who's on the island? Who's on the island? Illuminati gay frogs, that's correct. Illuminati gay frogs, gay frogs. Senators, and let's make a fucking ruckus. We need to get to the bottom of this Epstein guy. Who was us? Who was? What was going on on the island? Who was on the flight logs? What is in the tunnels? And why is Jeffrey Epstein paying so many fucking people all across America? That's right, that's right, that's right. Is Trump involved? Well, I mean, it's obvious he hung out with Epstein a few times. So yeah, he is involved. Everyone's involved, guys. Everyone, everyone. Maybe, uh, what about... Oh, the Clintons are big time, big time, big time, big time into it. Of course, we must know. Let's clean America out. I guarantee you will have a better taste in your mouth. When this is all done, it's like toothpaste. Lick it up. Avenatti, I don't know. We know that Avenatti was trying to blackmail Nike. But by the way, Nike is Epstein problems too. You see, Portland is Epstein problems too. Hillary is Epstein problems too. It's all Epstein, guys. All Epstein. Make sure you download this. Spread it around. This is important, guys. Good 
Who else is on the island? We know Rich Chandler has an association. Why do you think the media assets of Jeffrey Epstein? Because who has the will and the means to take the truth tellers out? You see, you can never take truth tellers out because we tell the truth. And that for you means you were at a strategic disadvantage, especially now when we have friends. We have friends who aren't the bad guys. In fact, we have friends who are the good guys. And the good guys win. Read the book. It's in the end. I didn't mean to come on that big there. I'm like, wait, I wanted, I wanted the little box. Okay. All right. Welcome, welcome to the, uh, welcome to the broadcast tonight. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, B Baker, Jeff, Veronica, Sally Mayo is here. So in the chat. So thanks for uh, for coming from for coming in. All right. I wanted to start out with Isaac Cappy. Let me stop that banner here. Um, because I started my podcast that I did. I uploaded the anchor. Um, I'm, obviously, you can tell by the title, uh, When the World Went Down the Rabbit Hole, I'm starting a new series um, on my other platform. And this show is pretty much a discussion, just an overview of some of the stuff. I also have a few things to do as a follow-up um, on it as well. Uh, I'll probably use um, some of this footage that I do on live streams because Spotify has a video department. But uh, what I did yesterday and uploaded, and if you are on Apple Podcasts or if you're on Google Play, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Anchor, um, also, I think it's like Radio Public. In my little video, which I'm going to show, I did a, a, a teaser. Uh, if you go in that description, you'll get all the different listings of, of, um, of places that you can listen to the broadcast. I want to be very careful about this topic because, as you know, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, C.W. Chanter because C.W. Chanter came up with the Booanon thing. But you can't even really even say the name on QAnon. I mean, that's why I just said it. Ah, I was, okay, anyways, I, I caught myself in the middle of it. Shoot. <laughs> I can't even say the name and then I say it. But you're not supposed to say it on, on the internet. And I know that um, CW Chanter usually talks negative about it. And he still got a strike for for saying for basically saying the word. It doesn't. The AI doesn't know if you are for or against. And um, let's just say the seventeenth of the le the seventeenth letter of the alphabet is such a uh, explosive topic right now especially since what's happening in the political paradigm in the United States. And also, and I don't know if anybody realized this. It seemed like a lot of people didn't realize this, but it was on the domestic since about like two, 2017. And yet everybody kept doing their YouTube stuff. Everybody kept doing what they were doing. And then all of a sudden, this movement, a real movement, 
happens in the United States where we have politicians like Marjorie Taylor Greene coming out and saying that she is part of, gets elected into office. Uh, if you choose not to get the jab, you are automatically associated with that. If you are, uh, you know, you were considered racist, you were considered, uh, you know, a, basically a threat to the democracy of the United States. And you could exhibit any one of those traits. Like you can be anti-jab, you can be, you can, you know, maybe have, you, know, you might vote Republican. Uh, it doesn't matter. You somehow you get lumped into that category. And I find that to be disturbing. What part of me find is disturbed, I'm disturbed by it. And as a uh, content provider on YouTube, having been a person that was associated to networks, I was, I was a host on Revolution Radio and I was a host on America Freedom Radio. And I watched it happen internally. And I mean, I could do a whole show, which I will be including in the series, about my own personal experience of what I went through and some of the death threats I got or the targeted harassment that I was under, or maybe I should even say the fact that I myself tried to call the FBI and report on certain individuals about what they were doing to me that was associated with this particular uh, movement. Like for myself personally, I've had a hard time and I wasn't even like really that involved with it. However, I was in a relationship with a man named Stephen D. Kelly and I also was a host on Revolution Radio at the same time he was. And I even produced his shows. We even, we, I, I produced a show that he did that was about the Clinton body count before the 17th letter of the alphabet started talking about it. See, my argument with the 17th letter of the alphabet was that we were already talking about this stuff. Like, for example, you know, watching Isaac Happy talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was in the news, but during during the time that Trump and uh, Hillary were running against each other, people were, it was already being reported. Now, it might have been, it, maybe it was being reported on channels that were considered to be like more um, conservative. But it was still a mainstream stream channel that was questioning Jeffrey Epstein's activities and, you know, the Lolita flight log and everything else. But as you can see, when you see Isaac Cappy doing that rap, which is great, I actually like that piece. You know, sometimes I just like to play it because it's just it's you know, you can tell he's riffing. And I just think it's really cool. And a lot of the things that he said actually came true but at one point the 17th letter of the alphabet took over that and it was a conspiracy see jeffrey epstein is the one part that people go oh my god they were talking about this and it was real and 
most of us, you know, like, why would Ricky Gervais be joking at the uh, at the Emmys that, uh, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein really didn't kill himself? Like, nobody believes that Jeffrey Epstein really killed himself. Just like a lot of us right now don't believe that Isaac Cappy jumped off that bridge. I mean, I did not always agree. Matter of fact, I didn't agree with how um, the information was disseminated by Isaac Cappy. It bothered me that he had to do hashtag blank and hashtag blank, and he couldn't talk about the topics that were going on in Hollywood without doing that. Same thing with Sarah Ruth Ashcraft and the Tom Hanks thing. I'm like, why do these people have to associate themselves with this particular pair, this, this 17 letter of the alphabet, right? Like, why did they have to do that? And being in media and then seeing it go down in the media that I was in and to actually have somebody that I was in a relationship with become like Buanon guy, you know, he's doing videos asking people to sign the, sign the damn petition and asking people to sign a petition to the White House to save the children under the Getty Museum. And let me tell you something about Stephen D. Kelly and the Getty Museum. He has never seen one child underneath there. He's never seen, he, he, he has no physical witness of this actually taking place. You know what his excuse is? Is that there were psychics that could see underneath there. Like psychics. And then and then and then he had the Jedi warrior thing going on where people like he was like Rambo in, in a higher ascension above Jesus. I, I'm and I can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. Above Jesus. And that they were they were going to war with the bad guys associated to the Getty in the astral plane. And yet he's having people sign petitions for the White House. And yet Mother Jones is doing an article about Buanon, and guess who's mentioned is him and his activity of getting people to sign the petitions. And yet it was still on the domestic. I mean, like. All of it is like a walking bomb as far as I'm concerned. It's like, do you not know what's going to happen? Like when Isaac Campy got on Alex Jones's show and called Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks what he did, but did, did not back up what he said, that's really careless. Like you just can't call out people like that and not show like some evidence and and not have be a backlash. And I, I will say this, when that happened, MSNBC did an article and they freaked out over it. They said, you know what? YouTube needs to do something about this and censor these people on the internet. And all of a sudden Bill Maher is making jokes about booing on for the first time like it broke out like i would say that isaac cappy was that faint that that go-between of taking it into the the conspiracy that we knew on the internet that was associated with the media that goes oh you know breaking out of the matrix or we're getting red pilled or we're going to go down the rabbit hole 
that lingo was already going on before it was applied to that to the 17th letter of the alphabet. Max Spears was talking about the elite drink taking adrenochrome before this happened. I know because I was there. I was in the media at that time. And I kept saying, you know, the 17th letter of the alphabet is not saying anything that we don't already know. And yet when it carries that banner, when it when people are able to label it and then call it a LARP, call it a conspiracy, then if there were any truth in any of that information that we were talking about, that conspiracy rules it. Like when you tell somebody, uh, if you were to look at somebody going, well, you know what? I think 9-11 is an inside job and, and, and they roll their eyes. Oh, are you probably blank? Or, you know, I think blank. People are going to like dismiss you simply because that came along and grabbed all that material and made it that there was somebody at the White House with, you know, Q clearance that was saying these things. And even though... I hung around Stephen and I did the, you know, the truth cat radio because for a while I'm embarrassed to say I actually believed some of the lies, you know, and like when you're, we you think you're in love, you think everything is, you know, all, you know, whatever you're hypnotized. I mean, in a way, Stephen D. Kelly has like cult, like he's like a cult personality almost, I think, you know, like it seems like a lot of the people that, follow his show or you know if you if you speak out against it then you know they get so upset at you or if you said something about well i don't think this can speak i don't think there's there's a person named the 17th letter of the alphabet that actually is uh is saying these things then you were a satanist literally there was a time where i questioned president trump I questioned like whether or not he was showing he was holding a real Bible in front of when he took that, you know, that pic, the picture in front of the uh, Episcopal Church because you couldn't see the name. It was just a black book. And I go, wouldn't it just be like like a, a big F you if he was pretending to be like, you know, on the uh, on the Christian evangelical side just to like play the other side of the politics. And he's not even holding a Bible up and people get excited about it. Like, just because he held, like, he, it could have just been any book. And he's sitting there, you know, taking a picture, like, oh, uh, you know, here I am. So when I read the NBC article and, I, and, and, I, and they were saying, oh, you know, Alex Jones and this and that, we got to get, they pointed a finger to lift the veil. They pointed a finger to Alex Jones. And lo and behold, Alex Jones lost his channel. Like, I actually think that Isaac Cappy was the last guest that he had on his channel. So I'm not here to, like, preach about, like, what I think about this or what my past was or who I dated, really. But I'm at the same time, I want to share that. And I share it in um, this podcast a little bit because, you know... I just want to express it. I want to express that I'm not just this person that came out of nowhere, right? Or that I don't have my own personal experience of like what went down. 
and what I think the damage that it's done in the United States. I mean, there was a long time where I would like, you know, when I was going through stuff that was making me uncomfortable and I was trying to tell people my own, my real, my real physical life, like my parents or my mom or whatever. And I go, did you ever hear anything called booing on before? And they're like, what? And then they just, they just couldn't comprehend what I was saying to them. And then when the January 6th thing, hap thing happens, they're like, oh, oh, wait a second. Now we know what you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah, that thing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I basically, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one thing because I want to make sure that I don't forget it because I forgot to say it on my last video. But when I mentioned Stephen and the kid, the, his, the theory of the children under the Getty, and how he became a QAnon guy when he wasn't originally that at all. And how, you know, the group on Facebook that was going on with 26,000 members. And then he's, the, 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 the Getty Museum is in the middle of that map, right? And lo and behold, just recently on Twitter, I see Defango share an Occupy the Getty tweet. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Oops, there it is, right? Like, now I'm beginning to wonder, wow, was Stephen D. Kelly really kind of more connected to all of this than I actually really thought of? Or do people that were associated with this particular movement just, I mean, that that, that connection is, is I, I'm curious about. And really, it, it made me go back and start to think about that part of my experience with it. But I always felt that it was going to be a rolling ball that was going to go out of control and could do some serious damage. And look, we like I added this clip in my podcast that's on Spotify, Spotify and Anchor and everything. And... I added that little clip, a little bit of the president of the United States, Biden, coughing, <laughs> you know, in the beginning of his speech. He's really not a very good speaker, I don't think. But anyways, that's my opinion. Uh, he's talking about how these right-wing extremists associated with Donald Trump are ruin ruining the, our, our democracy. And, you know, I've always wondered if, if that wasn't the whole point, that it, that the whole point wasn't to just like to, to divide us, to separate a group of people, to, you know, I mean, you know, what's Tom Hanks's son name? The one he's got the tattoo of the Illuminati eye on his chest. You know, he full on, you know, told people that, you know, you, you people, you booing on people, you're going to be the first ones to go to the concentration camps. And that was like, you know, when the, pandemic first broke out he made that little video and i'm just talking about right now just to set it up because this isn't the main thing i wanted to talk to you about i just want to express what i think the ramifications of this has is like what it's done like i was talking to a friend of mine and she said that her dad was full on booing on and she goes, Dad, you know, maybe you should like verify the facts or just double check this or whatever. And he was so mad at her that he went on Facebook and he publicly disowned her.
And now she's wanting to change her, her last name to her stepfather's dad because of this happening to her in a family. And don't you feel bad that Isaac Cappy isn't with us anymore? I mean, whether he committed suicide or he didn't commit suicide or whatever, I just feel, I feel kind of, I'm like, oh, don't you wish he was still here? I do. And I didn't even know him. But I know somebody that knows him. I, I, I know Kate Schneider. And I know that Kate Schneider was um, one of the last people to see him before he died. And, uh, and, and I'm, I'm glad I'm bringing her up because she's going she's gonna to come a little bit more into this narrative. All right, so I'm going to read some of what you guys are saying right now. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, the gamer, says, yep, exactly, the red-blue game isn't meant to divide. All the people in power do not represent any regular people, no matter how much people want to believe it. They can't deny the child, child abuse and culture. Do they say the Getty did it? Um. You, no, I, I, you can't deny that the abuse in, in, in our culture, that is very real. But I don't think the Getty Museum conspiracy has any reality to it. And what the worst thing is, is to make up something when that kind of stuff actually really happens. Because when you make it up, you're doing a disservice to what you're, you're taking away the validity of the truth of that. But, yeah, I don't deny that we have child abuse, but they don't say that Getty did it. What, what Stephen did was he was making memes that said, like, 100,000 child sex slaves are underneath the Getty Museum. And, you know, he even told me, you know, I'm just using that number because, you know, obviously 100,000 children have been sex slaves underneath there, but they're not all there at one time. And there would be these pictures of kids in cages, like, in, in the meme, but really, if you if you pay attention to UFO stuff, uh, Phil Schneider used to say that a hundred thousand children, you know, or a hundred thousand people are trafficked underneath, you know, in the tunnels. So I think I think it's just like this term that it's kind of like Reagan, you know, having the whole slogan "Make America Great Again," and then Trump having a slogan "Make America Great Again." It's like the same thing: a hundred thousand this or being trafficked. It's like it's just one of those things to grab onto. I don't I don't think it was original. Was what I'm saying from Stephen. <sighs> It's a look squirrel to distract from where it's actually happening. Um, Darnold, Darnold Marshall was the original Getty Underground guy. He says he created all pop songs. Yeah, I don't, you know what? I don't know what to make of Darnold Marshall. Kate Schneider is often, I chat with her. Yeah. Well, and, you know, Kate, okay, so let me explain why. Kate, Kate is kind of the reason why part of like what happened to Kate was the reason why I started to like look into this more. Okay. So let me, let me, let me go. I'm just going to go a little bit more to me and how I got here. And then I'm going to move off of myself. All right. So about a month ago, I, I'm taking a um, gender studies and multi multicultural 
multi-ethnic studies in the media. And um, one of our, you know, mid-finals where we did a presentation, we grouped off and the group of us does a presentation of something. It was about how the internet with hashtags, you know, have certain movements like Black Lives Matter and this and that. And it had to be something that dealt with race or gender. And uh, I said, can we do hashtag Booanon, right? I go, can we do that? And she goes, well, how does it apply to race? And I said, well, like anybody who is involved with it is is considered is, is considered racist. Because well, how did it get there? So I traced it. We traced it to the areas in the media when they started to say it was, and how like Proud Boys got associated with it, and this and that, blah blah blah. So we did this presentation, and my part of the presentation was to talk about how it got started. And one of the things that I learned how I got started was by, um, at first, was a video that I saw by a woman named Denise Matau. And Denise, she was talking about how another guy, Lee Veltman, who's, you know, Lee Veltman has, you know, he, he probably has a fake profile here in the chat tonight. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, Lee Veltman has been on my tail for five years. And then, like, Lee Veltman is peripherally associated to this. And she was, you know, and then she she was the one where I heard her mention about Shadowbox and Ed Butowski and Thomas Schoenenberger and also Defango. And, you know, I used to always hear like Lee Veltman going Defango, Defango, Defango. I'm like, who's Defango? Like, you know, I, I'm really in some ways like I watched Lift, Lift the Veil. I used to watch Nathan Stoltman and I tuned into maybe Uni Rock a little bit. I, I listened to a little Tracy Beans. But I wasn't really like in that in that group. Didn't had never seen anything of Defango at all. And when she said the Daily Beast, or she talked about this, or somehow I found the article. And you know, I should probably like pull up a little part of it because it's one part of it that kind of stands out to me on it. And you know, I went to the class and did the presentation. My teacher's looking at the at that, you know, it, it's something like, um, you know, Seth Rich wiretapping was, you know, um, three people in a room say, I'll pull, I'll pull it up, you know. It had to do with Seth Rich because Seth, because uh, Ed Butowski was hired by the Seth Rich family to help out with the botched robbery. They hired a private investigator named Rod Wheeler and um, and then he had liaisons li liaisons to people um, in Fox News, and then you know that was like where this thing that the DNC was not hacked by Russians, All right? So I gotta be very careful what I'm talking about, but that's basically what the article is. But then it talks about the article talks about Shadowbox, and it talks about Thomas Schoenberger, and it talks about Defango and. And, you know, Denise talked a little bit about Thomas Schoenberger, about like he has Asperger's and he's this genius musician and all these sort of things. And then like the, a woman named Beth Bogart and this kind of thing happening. And so I actually, I use that as my example of the genesis of how the movement started. Just like that overview. And the weird thing is is that I had Denise on my show two weeks ago as just like we, the topic wasn't about any of these people really 
I wasn't even wanting, I wasn't even going into booing on at all. It was really about vigilante YouTube and how some of the people that are part of the true crime community or, you know, for example, adventures, uh, adventures um, with purpose who now has his cousin coming out saying that he molested her when she was 12 years old. And by the way, I happen to know his sister, Jared lights, sister is a comedian. We worked together once. She actually reached out to me and said, I'm his, I, it happened. I, I, it also happened to me. He did. And now, you know, I'm, I, I'm saying that now because that's not new information because uh, cinema Shogun has been reading her, her, her Facebook posts. Um, so that, so there's a factual base. I think, I think it's weird to me that people that are out there being big pedo hunters are actually have the, con it's connected to them. I'm like, well, what, why is that? Like, why, like, is it, you know, it's kind of like, like when, when, when an arson burns something down, he wants to go back to where he burned it down at, or, you know, because he wants to see what he did. Like you go back to the scene of the crime or what. What is it that that why are these people associated with helping finding children missing children or whatever? Like for example, Jimmy Jam's TV, Dolly Vision. Jimmy Williams got arrested for uh, for assaulting a woman out there while they're all protesting, where they're looking for this little boy in a landfill, and they're disturbing the peace and everything. And now they're making national news, like. I think that that is worth looking at. Like, what is it with YouTube people that they think that they could just invade people's privacy like that? Like, where, where is, where is the um, ethics? Because there's a code of ethics in journalism that you're not supposed to do something that's going to cause harm to the person that you're trying to do is tell the story about or tell the truth about it. But at the same time, sometimes you don't have a choice. Like you have like, like, you know, no matter what, when you tell the truth, there's, there's a, there's an element that, that there might be casualty in, in some way, but by and large, you're supposed to be sensitive to it and, and have a, a basically a code of ethics on, on what you're doing. And I thought it's, it's interesting to, 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 Ask that question, like, what is this YouTube thing that people feel that they can just, you know, step in and, you know, hunt down pedos? I mean, like, not to say that that's not an admiral thing to do, but the question is, is that are the people that are doing it, are they honest? Are they ethical? Do they have a dirty hand? Are they actually blackmailing people? And I think that these are these are worthy things to look into and to question, not to like you know troll somebody or you know ruin somebody's character or whatever. But if you find a piece of evidence or you find something to go, you know what, this looks like this is actually what's what's going on, and you want to throw it out there. Um, that's what I was doing. Now, one of the pieces of evidence that I was about to show was put on private because they everybody had a little system and they called each other and went, oh my God, she's about to show it. She's talking about you. Who is this person talking about me? And they swarmed my chat. And um, 
one of the people that sworn my chat that was on the call system to protect, I guess her name is Clovis. I don't guess that her name is Clovis, but make sure you don't say her last name because she'll try to give you privacy strike. Um, so they all swore, so they come in the chat and there's a guy named Just Me that has a channel. And apparently Just Me absolutely does not like, I was going to use the word hate, but he does not like Thomas Schoenenberger. And ironically, that night, Thomas Schoenenberger was in my chat. Now, I've never met Thomas Schoenenberger before that. I never, like, I, I, I never expected to have him in my chat room that night, but they saw it. And because they saw it, they were like, oh, she's an agent for Thomas Schoenenberger. She's, you know, she's got something up her sleeve, obviously, you know, and it's like, boom, the next day they're doing videos and they're doing videos about Denise and I, and, you know, of course they've been going after Denise for a long time. Cause it's kind of like the same group that is like peripherally associated to Lee Veltman and Jolie Bridgeburner. Like, all these people, like there's a woman named Tams that talks about things and blah, 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 blah. And like this still isn't the main nugget of the story because the main nugget of what I want to talk about is Cicada 3301 because that's the underlying discovery for me in this big narrative is this game called Cicada 3301. And so Jesse, right, takes a video that I did back in like, early 2000s of like some material that was from my, you know, I was, I was doing a performance at the ice house. They always gave us medallions, you know, like, like, like beef medallions in the green room, you know, and some champagne as part of our payment, like 25 bucks to do a taping for comedy time. Meanwhile, they own at least your material, that material for like two years before you get signed off the contract, but whatever. I did Latino comedy time because I'm half Latino. And I did, um, you know, hey, whatever works, right? <laughs> but I am. I'm half like, you know, I'm half Latina, so it qualified me to be, you know, if they, if I didn't have an arm and they had a county night and they go comedians with no arm, one, you know, missing an arm, I'd be like, hey, that's me. I'm on the lineup. I don't have an arm. Put me, you know, that would be, you know, so. So I, I did, and then the regular one, and I did several of them. You know, there's, you know, I, I can look at them and I can see my hair change and my outfits change in the different videos and stuff. But he took one and basically just clipped the setup, you know, and because he didn't want to pay for what the rights were, it, my voice is like, um, I, you know, I've been in therapy before, and I'm a manic, depressed, bipolar, schizophrenic, dysfunctional, orally asphyxiated hypochondriac, which means I get a lot of medication. <laughs> like, you know, what I mean? and that was just a setup to a whole joke. And by the way, that is a joke. That is not like, is not like me telling you that I have all these mental problems and you know I like I, I like I, I'm in a group therapy going hi my name is Terry and I'm a bipolar schizophrenic dysfunctional anal retentive orally fixing the hypochondriac hi Terry no it's not like that it was a joke and he clipped it right and put it on his channel it's like 
this is the real Terry Joyce. And then I saw somebody like make a comment like, wow, you know, I'm like, come on, you know? So, and that's when you take things out of context, right? Like you show things out of context and then it, you know, people go, oh, you know, it doesn't make sense and whatever. And so, so anyway, he did that. He put that, he put that in the, in the, in the main thing. And, you know, it's, I'm pretty thick skinned. So, you know, you, you can pretty much say whatever you want and I'll go, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, and, and cause some of it, some, some things that people say about you're just absolutely ridiculous. Like if you're going to be on YouTube, you better get used to it. You're, you know, if you're going to be on YouTube and have an opinion or say anything remotely that you think is truthful, you know, just, you might as well just get used to it. So all of a sudden, Kate Schneider comes on the show on Just Me. And she starts asking questions about Isaac Cappy, about what happened to him, about the game Cicada 3301. Um, and I'm hearing names like, of course, again, Thomas Schoenenberger and Lestat. There's, a, there's someone named Lestat. And then, you know, Defango and, you know, about his death, about Isaac's death and how Isaac, there's a question that um, Kate asked, and it was something like, was Isaac playing Cicada 3301? Before, you know, like, was he involved? And then there was the, the conversation of, of the relationship between Isaac Cappy and Thomas Schoenenberger. And then I've heard that, Thomas Schoenberger actually got Isaac Cappy on Lift the Veil because he was an entertainment booker of things. And then that particular connection. And then all of a sudden, Defango comes on. Of course, I never laid eyes on him. And this is the first time I've seen him. And he gaslights her so hard. You know, and and flipped it around like you're harassing me. You're you're harassing me. You're you're a larper. You're blank. You're that. Blah 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 blah. Oh, Skilly's here. She did ask it. She she did ask it. And you know what? I know you're. I think you're on the other team. I think you've already been. Roger boned. Okay. Anyways. I'm going to let you stay here for a while, but I don't think you're a nice guy, Skilly. So you're going to have to not be in my chat and troll. But if you if you, if you, if you want to deny that she didn't say that, I'll tell you what. If you listen to my podcast, I have a clip of it on my podcast. So anybody can listen to it there. And it will be factual that what I'm saying is accurate. So you can't just come into my chat. And say she didn't really say that. Are you talking about Kate? You, you know what? You're not going to come on my chat and say that because I it, like listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. She asked about Isaac Cappy and Cicada three three zero one. I have the the reason why I put that in my podcast. Yeah, oh, maybe. Okay, so maybe you missed it. Maybe you missed it. Okay. So she did. She did say that. 
I wouldn't be sitting here. I like, I wouldn't be sitting here talking about it. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have clipped it in my own podcast as using an example on Spotify. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have looked into Cicada 3301 again if she didn't say it. That's all I'm going to say. She asked about Isaac Cappy. She asked, asked about Cicada 3301, 3301. Is he cool? Because I, I saw him. He was, he was in the chat that night, right? And I'm pretty sure that I there's somebody named Skilly or on Twitter or had a similar name as your years that his that I've already blocked. Hey Lenny. So Roger Stoned. That's pretty funny, actually. Wow, I remember that was a while ago. What 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 do you what what do you remember? The cicada? Mommy the dragon peed in the living room. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Kate is nice, you know. Anyway, you know, the thing of it was is, you know, Defango came on and just went off for like 90 minutes on her. And then basically threatened to punch her in the face and also threatened to punch her boyfriend in the face, which is dark journalist, or basically both of them at the same time. And I was like, my God, who is this person that he would act that way? And you know what was shocking to me? That somebody who was involved with something that's happened at the Capitol building is going to act aggressive to somebody in public. And then when she said, you know what, it's not right for you to treat a woman this way. He said, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm an eat like I'm an equal opportunity guy, whatever. You know, I'm not, that's not the exact words, but you're the same to me. So I don't care if you're a woman, I'd still punch you in the face. It doesn't matter if you're a woman or not. I'd punch anybody in the face. It was the rationale. And it does matter if somebody's a woman. It, I'm sorry, guys. But it does matter if somebody is a woman. It's not acceptable. It's really not acceptable to, to give a threat of violence to anybody. But one of the things that I have seen with some of you guys, you know, I didn't know Defango was only five foot one. I mean, like, really? He's a short man? I mean, my God, he's three, he's three inches shorter than me, and I'm only five four. Five one? No wonder why he has a problem. I don't think she did anything wrong. I don't I don't think Kate asked any questions that shouldn't be asked. And I don't think she was trolling him. And I don't think it was inappropriate at all. And, you know, I, I, I'm curious. I'm curious about how it happened. I want to know about Cicada 3301. I've already looked into it somewhat. And it's basically the 17th letter of the alpha, alphabet is an offshoot of that. There are videos out there of, of Defango admitting that. Defango was basically the mouthpiece for it. And, you know, 
you can say, oh, you know, he committed suicide or whatever, blank, blank, blank. Regardless, there's somebody dead and there were a bunch and there's some people that died at the at what happened on January 6th. And, you know, you can you guys, you know, you can all say, well, it's just a game and this and that or blah, 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 blah. But somehow something spilled out of control. And what's fascinating to me is how impressionable people really are. Like how people will believe something or like actually believe that, that because of what they're doing, they're awakened to something. Like the whole thing was like, oh, the great awakening. Like there was a spiritual aspect to 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 the to, to what this was in a way. I mean, if you think about the guy who was at the in, you know in, at the uh, the January in, in the building, he had like the one of the horns and stuff like that. Like what was he like a shaman? Like just the psychology of it is is worth questioning or to analyze what happened. When I say like when the world went down the rabbit hole, yeah, it's because it wasn't just the United States. It happened in Australia. It happened in England. It had, you know, there's people that we've got Simon Parks out there saying Trump is my president. You know, they, you know, the guy who like, you know, screws alien cat queen, uh, the cat, cat aliens, cat queen alien. I shouldn't say screw. I guess I should say bang. He, you know, he's he's a, he's an alien hybrid coming out of Miles Johnston. The basis project is LARPing with all these other people. You know, you know, do you know that Simon Parks and like Michael Jaco and um, I think her, her name, she went by Mel K. They were like showing up on all these channels that were pre on YouTube that were previously Indian and uh, cooking channels. Indian Asian cooking channels. Somehow, I guess, like, these channels would have, like, 345K subscribers, and then all of a sudden they would be on those channels spewing all of this stuff. And again, you know, I, I when you when you look at jackets and brackets, I, I totally I totally agree with, with what he's saying about Jeffrey Epstein. I mean... We didn't get to watch that Geeling Maxwell's trial. It was closed. We got to see, you know, Amber Turd and Johnny Depp forever. But we didn't get to watch them. We didn't get to find out who's in the black book. How far does it go? You know, there's a video out there. I might try to pull it up tonight. Of Bill Clinton being re-questioned about his association to Jeffrey Epstein. And he's so smug in his reply. Just kind of like, <laughs> and walks off. I did not have relations with that, sexual relations with that woman. That's all I can think when I hear, like, when I go, Bill Clinton, I did not have sexual relations. Not everyone who follows Christianity is an extreme religious zealot through, though, in all fairness. No, I, that's the, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, but but the seventeenth letter of the alphabet allows people to say that about Christians. You know, it's because because of the fact that that it is um, Amber was um, what was that? 
Amber was sort of by ACLU. They ghost wrote the WAPO article. I heard something like that. That shaman thing was weird. Most Q types were Bible thumpers sharing that stuff. You know what? I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know if they were Bible thumpers really. I mean, that, that was the, um, that's the stereotype, but a lot of the, the birthing of it, a lot of the people that uh, were associated, especially like the media that I was in, it was, it was really new age. Crystals and stuff, bloodlines. Yeah, you know, it was guilty. Clinton is guilty as F. Yeah. Wait, wrong one. Yeah. Propaganda theater. You know what? It's interesting that you're saying 17 because one of the things that uh, if you if you read about cicada, the insect, I guess it it, it it comes out every 17 years. It's underground, but then it comes out every 17 years. But I think it sheds something like almost like a butterfly, but it's not a butterfly. And that and so then like the. 17th letter of the alphabet being what it is. There was like, I read something where there was like a correlation between that. And I, it's, I mentioned that in my podcast too. Like the whole 17 thing is, is interesting. So, okay. So let's, so tonight before I go, I don't want to, I've already been, it's already been 10 hours and 35 minutes. So that, so this whole thing, like for me inspired me to like do this, to research it, to to find out um, what the truth is in it, and the the cicada the cicada three three zero one game is interesting. I've looked at some things on the internet um, about it, and I'm going to research it some more. But from what I can tell, it had to do with whether you can break codes. Like for example. Defango talks about being a cryptologist. Um, in order to play the game, you have to have some a certain type of intelligence. Um, and there's like these different levels that you can go with the game. And then you, you know, you get to be in a group of people that are, you know, I guess I don't, you know, it's still a game really, but it kind of almost talks like it's not in a way. And, you know, like when I looked at on like some of the stuff that I glanced at, it was like there's a theory or a conspiracy that it is actually Intel recruiting people to become a part of, you know, alphabet agencies or that that may be that kind of level. Now, the 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 thing that got me was after, you know, Defango went on and went off on Kate and then, you know, he went on her Facebook page and showed it on the show. And then you can see him texting to her like personally, like, I know you're watching this, you know, which is not like, yeah, that like, that's not creepy. Right. After she was already off. And then he, then they realized that I was friends with Kate. And then they looked at my profile and showed my page. And because of like where I lived at and stuff like that, Oh, that really meant that I was like working with Thomas Schoenberger. 
And I was like, what is this? Like, to me, it was weird to be, have done that, done that class project and like say these guys' name. And then like two weeks later, I'm like actually relating to them in some way. Like, I'm like, okay, that's weird. You know, like, like, is that, is that some sort of like cosmic joke? Like, how did, how does that happen when you're just talking about people in a class presentation and then all of a sudden they becoming your, your reality and, you know, Defango, you know, started tweeting things and putting me in the tweets and like telling me, you know, like I'm a shitty comic and, you know, blah, 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 blah. What a loser I am and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I was like, what, you know, like, it, like, oh, here we go again. Right. And I had made a video like here on this channel. I took a clip of, you know, when Defango was going off on Kate, like, I'll put you in the face. I'll put your girlfriend in the face. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I took, I took a clip of that and I put it on my, my shorts. And I kept like, after a while I got sick of what Defango was doing. So I would just like everything that he said that was insulting about me. I would just post that video where I go, excuse me, dot, 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 dot. Is this not you? And I guess I did that so many times that he blocked me. So, um, hey, now, you know, it's like, uh, which is fine, you know, because now I, I, now I can leave me alone. Um, but one of the things that I did say was also, I think this kind of got him freaked out, was I said, well, maybe the Daily Beast would like to know, like, how you, what happened on that show and how you treat women. Like, maybe they want to do a follow up article. Because people go, well, what does it matter if he, you know, lost his temper or he lost it or he did whatever? What? But it does matter. It does matter when you have a group that is on the domestic terrorist list, right, that is on the watch list or whatever, that has done something like that, that there has been a trial going on. When you talk about, like, whether or not people have violent personalities associated with somebody, with, with something like that, well, yeah, it does matter, I mean, like, how do you know what somebody is capable? I mean, even five one foot one people can do things. And I and I, I know I'm giving him a jab right now. All right, I'm sticking it to him. God, I didn't know he was a little man. Makes sense. Yeah, but you know, he's I mean, you know, maybe that's a low blow on my part, but you know, it's like I don't really appreciate like what things he said about me either, you know? Like touche. You know, it's like I am a comedian, you know, I, I, I'm going to jab back. It's not like I'm going to sit back and go, oh, he doesn't, he thinks I'm a zealous celebrity and he doesn't think I'm funny. Uh, I don't give a shit. Is that all you got? Is that all you got on me? That your opinion of me, you think you have a bad opinion of me? So what? So what? I'm not that impressed with him either. But see, all of that is just like a smokescreen to talk about what really we need to be talking about. Like, what's really going on here? Like, why did he feel the need to come in and gaslight Kate and tell her that just because she's asking about Cicada 3301 or inquiring about the whole Ed Butowski thing or whatever? What? So what? Because he goes, so what does it matter? It happened five years ago. Well, it does matter because what happened five years ago is actually still playing out in the United States. That's why it matters. That's why it matters. Because there are people who have been injured by this. That's why it matters. 
can just sweep something on the rug and go, oh, what does it matter? What does it matter? What does it matter? Like, why, why does just me feel the need to immediately do a smear, you know, to, to, to whatever, like their troll tactics, because just me is not doing anything any different than Hoaxstead does. They are trolls. Or, you know, so you have a bone to pick with Thomas Schoenenberger. How am I involved in that? Because he showed up in my chat room. Or because maybe I'm, I, I communicate with him on Twitter now. I've been talking to Lestat, too. I'm not discriminating. Like, I'd talk to Defango if he wasn't such an asshole. Heck, I would maybe even talk to just me, but if he hadn't done what he'd done or threatened me or acted like whatever, like, what, what? What you can't have Denise Mattel on a, on, a, on a, you know on a, on a show with you as as like a panel guest or you know someone else to like have a conversation with or you like what do you guys like the YouTube police or something and if we're not if we're not doing anything that is not slander or whatever or just asking questions or using whatever I'm like what do you guys have to hide because so my my thought is is that when Devango has to come in. And do damage control, because I guess she's asking the wrong questions that he doesn't want people to be thinking about. It was so typical. Don't think that I didn't, nobody saw it. Nobody knew that all of a sudden people just ganged up on her. Don't tell me you didn't notice that. I did. Anybody who's able to observe human behavior and knows how it goes, knows what gaslighting is, know what, knows what gang stalking or targeted harassment or had it happen to you or know when people are overpowering somebody on, on a panel of people sharing opinions. No, that wasn't a panel of people sharing opinions. That was a panel of people that, that, you know, all of a sudden we're going to, you know, like, like what, like what it's, it's wrong to ask about the wiretapping and the Seth Rich thing and the Schoenenberger and the Cicada 3301. We're not supposed to ask those questions. Really? You're gonna act like that just because oh, you 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 want to know like what what? So what? Now maybe she did. I have to listen to it again. She might have caused called him a larper. She might she might have said what he was doing was was larping. But isn't it a fact that Defango was the mouthpiece for the seventeenth letter of the alphabet? Did he not do videos about it? Did he wasn't he not a bit like saying that was part of it? So if that is a LARP, then wouldn't it be true that he was LARPing? So really, she wasn't really meaning to be insulting. Isn't it a fact that that's what it was? He's so insulted about it? Well, you know what? You shouldn't have done it then. It, excuse me? Really? Okay. <laughs> the sheriff of of, of 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 YouTube retired some time ago. So, but what what looks like? I just can't take a throw from a five feet tall. Seriously, how could anyone else? Right. Well, when I first saw it, Jeff, I didn't know he was that short. You know, you know. So, what's going on here? To BF, she lied that and, and that he begged to get her on BF's show. Um, Skilly, I don't think so. I, I don't think she lied. I'll tell you why she didn't lie. 
because she's already shown me emails of a communication between the two of them. I, you know, and, and Skilly, do you really know that she lied? I mean, how do you know that she lied? Or, or, cause to me, it seems like you're just in my chat telling, saying that that's what happened. Oh, she did this. She did that. That's a tactic too. Do you know? How do you know? Were you there? Roger stoned. He's more of a roundish habit hobbit. <laughs> Do you know there's a theory too that Roger Stone, that Stephen was spinning this, that Roger Stone, I know you're Roger Stoned. LARP's cops. I know you're Roger Stoned. Oh, please, Master Froda. <laughs> hobbit equals accurate. Um, Stephen D. Kelly was saying that Roger Stone was part of QAnon, that he, that he was part of, you know, starting it and everything. Okay. So a couple things that I, I, I want to say, uh, further about this in, in, um, and this, this is on behalf of like Lestat because Lestat was there that night and he has actually, um, Send me some messages because he did listen to my he did listen to my broadcast and basically what I cover in it is um, is about Isaac Cappy. Uh, I talk a little bit about Stephen and how I got in, in involved. Not not as much as I talked about tonight, so don't worry. Because I just wanted to give an overview, a timeline of what went on. I I go into and I read excerpts of the Daily Beast article and I talk about Cicada three three zero one. And the fact that um, it was associated with starting the uh, 17th letter of the alphabet. And uh, and then I uh, ended up going to playing the about 20 minutes of Kate talking on, on uh, Just Me's show and asking those questions about, I guess, Seth Rich, too, and everything, and the article, and then Cicada 3301, and, you know, Isaac Cappy, was he playing it, and this and that, and trying to put these things together. And, you know, up until he says, I'm going to punch you in the face, and a little bit past that, and I stopped it. And then uh, I also make a point about how the president now has gone out and said what he said, and how this is still playing out in American politics. And I kind of left it at that, because really, in in deciphering everything that's been going on here. There's so much information that I even said in the podcast that you could take one little aspect of, of it and do another hour or two hours on it, a little part of it. It's, it's, it's almost like, you know, the whole thing is like really like going down the rabbit hole, trying to figure out how this all started. Um, by the way, Thomas Schoenberger's music is fantastic. I mean, it's, it's very impressive. Um, I don't know what Defango's talents are other than, you know, harassing people. <laughs> I'm sorry. But there's a part in the article when it says in Shadowbox they were actually hired to campaign against somebody. You remember that the guy has a, a last name that starts with a B, Brongrand or something like that? But probably um, Sally, Sally Mayo might know. Um, what about Jason Sullivan? I don't, I'm not sure who that is. Um, also, if you guys have any information that you want to uh, send me about this topic that you think I should look at um, while I'm researching this stuff, um, my email is terryjoyce at notmyrabbithole.com. So um, please do please do that. All right. Um, but I wanted to 
go into a few things that comments that um, that Lestat said and Okay, so, and I'm going to read them out because I think everybody has a right to um, to say what they they want to say here. Apparently, Lestat, from my understanding in communicating with him, is that he worked on the graphics, you know, or he worked on graphics mostly for Cicada 3301, and he said that Thomas was videos and other things, and the Defango was pretty much the mouthpiece excuse me, the mouthpiece of it and um, or did the, the, the YouTube side of it really. And <laughs> apparently you did that man. Jason Sullivan, hold on. Jason Sullivan was registered social media guru and Israeli PAC owner. And no, he wasn't because, because that 17 letter of the alphabet, is not a real person. That, that I, I'm, I'm Langley Larper. That that's they're not a real. That's not a real person. It's it was part of a game. Yes, he wasn't an originator. Thomas, one of the OG three, the other original two, or dead. Okay, got it. A lot of things coming. Flea Veltman, esteemed internet pest. <laughs> oh God. A lot of things will coming full circle these days, just saying. <laughs> Flea Veltman. <laughs> uh, apparently you did that, man. Okay. So many snafus, Flea. Okay, it ties into gate, also appeared as gate. Oh, yeah, okay, get it. Gate, flea development, I'll laugh my ass off, and Jolly ha Rehab Burner. Is Jolly Rehab Burner here? Is, is that a name here? No, it's not. You just added that. Oh, that's funny, Jeff. Jolly Rehab Burner. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, Lenny, he was 5150 the week before going public at Comic-Con. Okay, some of you guys are talking between each other. All right, so I want to I want to show you with you what Lestat said, okay? In response after he watched my video, my um my podcast. Um feel free to use if you find it useful. Okay, wait, that was something else. Hold on. Okay, one, I never want a cicada for myself or ask for it. In the email I sent you, I even suggest possible new leader. Two, I've never been pro-Buanon. On the contrary, I never liked it and have done art that is against Buanon, like counter memes. He also said, actually, Thomas hated that I went after Buanon pushers, and at the end, he was saying, 
I was obsessed in a crusade against against the 17th letter of the alphabet. Also, when the Defango thing happened, you can see in the chat, I was the only one defending Kate. Um, yes, and I asked, I did notice that. Uh, and then he said, yes, and that anyone that didn't join me in the battle against the 17th letter of the alphabet would get marked by M as an anti-17th letter of the alphabet. I'm not on anyone's side. I don't like what Jesse does. I made the mistake once to let him interview me, only for him to put Defango right after me and literally poop on everything I said. Um, he says, okay, um, but I understand that they I understand that they don't understand. They have become a hub where people like Bobby spread disinformation about me and others or Defango, et cetera. It shows how full of BS he is and how he contradicts himself and tries to change the narrative so that he's the all-knowing, the guy who had the plan from the start. He's like the size of a hobbit. How funny, because it's the whole hobbit night tonight. He's, he's like the size of a hobbit. That blows my mind. <laughs> it's like, sorry. Okay, wait, let me, let me, let me take a pause on that. <laughs> sorry. Okay, um, <laughs> I'll punch you and your boyfriend in the face. Okay, wait, let me just stop. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, he's like the size of a hobbit, literally, so he compensates with a huge ego. Sure, check this out. This is what Thomas and us, okay. All right, so... I have a video that I do want to play, part of it I want to play, um, because here's the deal. First of all, let me show you the video that I did, the little excerpts that I took out that I showed up of Defango, and then I realized that the little clip that I took that I saw on one video has a whole other thing in front of it. And I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm criticizing just me for taking out like a portion of my stand-up at like the setup of a joke and then going, Oh my God, this is the real her and like taking it out of context, which people do. Um, I want to make sure that I don't take out of total con. I don't take out a context of this one clip that I showed of Defango. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to show you um, the, the actual clip that I did. Um, it's going a little, oh my goodness. I don't have that good of a signal. Oh wait, it's back again. Good. <clears throat> okay. Um, okay. So, and then let me, I'm going to cue it to the spot. Okay, I'm gonna show you the clip, and then and then and then after that, I'm gonna show you the the what he said in in its entirety to get the full effect. Um, I'm going to stop at nothing 
in the entire world to ruin your life, your family's life, your husband's life, and anyone that's ever been known to you ever, Beth. Like I said, you ever, ever think about it, even attempt it to give that thing to him, it's all over. Okay, so, and then also before I go, I want to um, put all the different, uh, go to my description here for a minute, all the different areas that you can actually, um, can I do that? Yeah, where you can listen to this. Let me see if I can like. I'm going to copy and print it so you can here's in the chat if you wanted here's the different places that you can actually listen to the podcast that was like the teaser for what i was doing oh i double did it anyway and then i'll make sure that i have that source in this video too after i get done where the different places that you can um oh and one more thing um I think I want to show this to you really quick before I show the other video. Oh, darn it. I, I went down to second place. Shoot. I dropped. I dropped in ranking. Currently second. Darn it. Okay. Um, I'm in a competition. I have like 20 hours to get into first place to advance into the quarterfinals of the Fab Over 40 beauty competition. I mean, it's not a beauty competition. It's like Fab Over 40 competition for new beauty magazine. And um, the winner gets $40,000 in an article in the magazine. Something that I'm doing, vote for me. Okay, you can do one free, one free vote a day. And um, and then, so that's in the chat right here. So just like, a, a, like if, if you see it, I put it in the chat. Um, darn it. I'm so pissed. I was like, I was number one until, until like just a few, like a little while ago. Well, I'm not really super pissed. I mean, I, I really, um, I'd love to advance onto the next level. It would be really fun. Um, so if you could, uh, put in a, a vote for me tonight, you can also do a donation, uh, for the national, uh, uh, breast cancer foundation. And, uh, that like the, um, like 10, like, like there's like $10, $25, you know, so on. And then um, I would get all those votes for the, for, for the, for the donation. But um, yeah. So anyway, help me, help me get into the, to the quarterfinals. The, it ends tomorrow at seven o'clock. And so if you can, um, Support me. That would be great. Thanks. I know I, I sound so uninterested, right? I'm like, oh, could you vote for me? You know, but um, yeah, I'm bummed because I, I was number one until like a few hours ago. Darn it. Oh, okay. I have until 7 p.m. tomorrow. All right. The, uh, so I want to I want to go on and show you um, okay.
a video. I want to um, I wonder if I could um, get it to the part that I want to get it to. It's not it's not YouTube, so it's kind of like it might be more might be harder to manipulate here. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Really, it's just like I realized that. Okay, so I want to move it to further along. That's smart. There we go. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Now it's going to pinwheel. Darn it. Oh, it's going to like, hold on. Let me, let me, um, let me try to get it queued first before I like share the screen. It might be easier. I think I'll just let it start like there and then refresh this and download it. Let's start it like around here. Gated puzzles because I wanted to feel like I mattered. Because I didn't feel like I mattered at all. I just wanted to feel like I was smart. I just wanted to you know, win something. Just wanted to win. I thought it was my break. And it wasn't. Yeah, it looks like he's really tearing up. And so I'm thinking, okay, is this real? Is this put on? Is he just a really good actor? Um, you know, he's talking about the cicada game. Uh, I, I find it, in, and, I, and I want to interject here. I find it interesting that there's this. I just wanted to feel, feel special, which I'm wondering if, if because of the way the game was and where people placed in it, that it didn't give people a mental feeling of that. You know, but it, it, but this is this is the beginning of the other clip that I actually showed you. Uh, okay, so let, let's just keep going. It was just a lie. It was just a lie to ruin me. Somebody took a man, a woman, people, lied to me, used me for their own selfish gain.
You know, I just, I wanted something. I wanted to know that I mattered, that I was smart, that I had something, anything to offer. And once I realized what it all was, did you imagine how hard that would be? Fucking destroy me, dude. That's why I say Thomas Schoenberger is the fucking devil. Michael, Thomas, Beth, you guys are evil. You try to tell people that you were trying to help me? You set up a game that was all fake just to make me feel like I was worth anything. And then once I finally figured out that you guys were playing a game with my life, that I lost my job, I lost my house, like, all just following this one thing. People shouldn't be able to do that type of shit, dude. If I was anybody else, you know, if I wasn't the strong person that I am, man, I've lost friends to less. That's why I say Cicada is just evil. It's because I didn't even care about Takeda. I just wanted to solve the puzzles because I wanted to be smart. I wanted to see if that I was worth something. That I could do something. 33. They're about to be 33 years old. My life hasn't been easy. You know? And I finally think I get my big break. And it's not a big break. It's just another trap to destroy me. And then when you think it's not over, and if you don't think that's the truth, look at, look at these fucking people and how they've been treating me. I've been trying to stay the fuck out of that shit for months. And they won't let me get away. They're like, no, you destroyed our cicada thing. We're going to fucking ruin your life. Thomas Schoenberger, you should be fucking dead for what you're doing. One day, somebody out there is going to fucking wreck your shit. Okay, so, wait, it's like pinwheeling now. Darn it! Okay, wait a second, because it, it hasn't gotten to that part yet. Hold on, let me see if it fixes that's why I don't like these other channels do not play as well. Okay, where are we in the thing? Okay, it's 1621. All right, let me let me re let me re-slap it again. Hold on. What is this? This is um is this BitChute? I don't know what I'm trying to think. What platform am I on? Okay, wait. 1621. Let's go to. I'm gonna go a little early. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. There's a download. 
because anybody who can take advantage of that many people, take that much money from people, and just lie to people. You know, that was like fighting with evil. You know, like, I fought the devil and I whooped his ass again. But even then, it just made me remember that, you know, he's never going to go anywhere. I still get emails and bullshit from this guy all the fucking time. He's all like, oh, well, you ruined my big break because, you know, I was supposed to have all this good stuff and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, your selfishness and exposing this cave thing ruined my money bags. And I'm like, really? Did we ruin your money bags or were you just trying to create something to, you know, like deceive people? Like, I got deceived, you know? They lied to me. They did everything in their power. It's all the fucking thing. Nobody can deny any of that. There's people out there that are in the cicada group still that think that, you know, that shit is more important. They think that, like, it means something. And it doesn't mean anything other than you're an insect to these people. You're a fucking locust. You're there for them to use you for whatever they want to use you. When you're done, you die, and they don't fucking care. They're on to their next thing. That's exactly how it is. And, you know... That's the one thing that I just hope for, is that, you know, people ask me why I don't do that shit anymore. It's because of the reasons that I just told you, you know? Would you expect a chick that just got raped to fucking go back and hang out with a guy that raped her the very next day and act like nothing fucking happened? Huh? Is that what we do? No. It's not what I do. I exposed that thing because I wanted people to know. I wanted to end it once and for all so people didn't get caught up in the fucking magic fakeness of whatever this cicada shit was. And sure, you know what? That might have destroyed a fucking evil man's ability to gain money off of the packs of other people, but you know what? That's fine. He's going to just try to destroy my life every second that he gets, every chance that he gets. And it doesn't matter. If I ever see that fat fuck again, he's done. Because we're getting his ass arrested. Oh, yes. We are going to get him arrested. Yeah, Boonby, fuck yourself. You're a fucking piece of shit. Big baby Jesus. You're getting booted. You're getting booted. See, like, don't be like those garbage people. Dude, but just like say that random stupid shit like that. Yeah, this is great fucking garbage. Don't hate the player, hate the game. No, I'm gonna hate the players, and we're gonna make sure that that guy never fucking sees the light of day again. And trust me, go look at the cicada thing. Black Backbird Bogerts and Michael Levine. Those are your two cicada people. But those are the ones that at least own it. Thomas doesn't get to own the trade card. Although he's trying to lie to everybody and say that he's gonna get it. Just gonna look at you, uh, Blackbird, and say, uh, if you give him that trademark, I'm going to stop at nothing 
in the entire world to ruin your life, your family's life, your husband's life, and anyone that's ever been known to you ever, Beth. Like I said, if you ever, ever think about it, even attempt it to give that thing to him, it's all over. And that's it. Okay, so shortly after we left, see that very last bit is actually the clip that I used in that video. But when you watch it from its its entire context, you know it it has a different feeling, right? Like you know, like you go, oh, is he a victim? You know, is he is he a, is he is he is he a victim in this? Is this a put on? Is it like it doesn't seem like when you see the whole thing, it doesn't seem as menacing as 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 it does in 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 that in that little end piece if that's all you were going to to watch but at the same time you can't deny that it's a threat and yet i'm going to say something about him when you watch he is charismatic like defango has a charismatic personality and he has certain expressions that are like comedic like the way he does his eyes and everything. There's like, you would almost think like, is this guy a comedian? But you know, he, but he, but he's not. And so I don't know. I, I always wonder if it's like, is this a performance, but was he really sad? Was he really hurt by these people? You know, like, you know, that's the part where it's like, why is he sad? Like, what, what is it about this game that he, or what is, what is it that he got caught up in? that he feels that he is a victim to. So what I think I'm seeing here in, in this, but I, when I've been looking at whatever materials I've been looking at, is that there there's some sort of break that happened between Defango and Thomas Schoenberger and maybe even like Lestat in all of this, right? Kind of like a triangle there. And there, there is a, and, and there's like what Beth Bogart was like involved with them with Shadowbox. Was she like a producer? What like somehow she's a liaison? Maybe, maybe you guys know this. It there's Sophia Music High. He was accepting money for that act. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. So it was an act. Okay, you know, I I wouldn't put it past it being a possibility that it's an act. That it's a performance. Hi, hi, Thomas. Welcome. Yeah, we. I was showing that piece of of uh, of Defango. So, and you're here. So, I'm assuming there was something that happened where because I've seen other footage of where Defango is saying that like there's money. There was money in this. There was money in in cicada 3301 there's a story that could be written there's like a tout like you can do a movie about it like this this i think really a lot of this could be like an actual script and a movie so so who owns the rights of that and to me it looks like that's what the, the a lot of the battles over he's a con artist on all levels Boy, he's gonna be pissed to not to not today, right? <laughs> he attempted to ex extort me for fifty fifty thousand dollars of the two thousand seventeen puzzle.
Okay. The game is real. I have to say the game is really, I probably would be really, I, I would I don't play games really. I, I probably wouldn't be very good at it, but the dynamics of it is very interesting. He is mad at God because he's only five feet tall. <laughs> Worth watching. Oh yeah, um, the conspiracy distillery is 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 the person who that's um, that's uh, Lestat's channel. So. Okay, that is the real Sophia music. Was that your music in the background? Sony wanted to make a movie. It's true. Really? Arturo. Okay. Beethoven. Oh, that was Beethoven. Okay. That's why I feel like there's a copyright somewhere. There probably is a copyright. I probably copyrighted my, I probably, that's okay. I don't, my channel's not monetized yet anyway. So I'm not, I'm not really worried right now. So whether or not I'm going to get nabbed for it. This is a funny chat tonight. That's a clip from a video made of many clips. Good laugh. Roger Stone, performance artist. Yeah, I mean, come on, he's sitting there. Well, you know, I'm impressed he can cry. Crying's not easy, right? It's not, it's not easy to cry. It's not easy to cry. I'm going to cry because I'm in second place right now. No. <laughs> I'm in second. I want to be first. All right. Um, okay. Well, you know, Roger Stone, you just subscribed. Welcome. I'm, I'm glad to see you, Roger Stone. Everyone. Everyone will be broke soon anyway. Invest in canned goods. Yeah. Do you know that I, I bought some uh, survival food, you know, from the Patriot, it's the Patriot people or whatever. I didn't, uh, I ordered way too much. I have enough survival food to feed my entire family for a year, I think. So I'm, I'm good on that, I think. It tastes like crap, though. Isn't that Vegemita vitamin? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Do you pop out at parties? Are you unpopular? Um, this is actually um, a kombucha drink. So, and this one is ginger. It's probably really bad for your gut. Like it's one of those things you think, oh, this is good for me. You know, oh, this is good. But, you know, come to find out, it probably won't be. It'd be like, you know, Johnson's baby powder or something. You know, it'd be like, did you drink kombucha in, you know, the early 2020? You might like be, uh, you might qualify for this uh, settlement. No. 
Hashtag buy more read. Okay. Cypherpunk era. Yes. <laughs> buy more read. Um, see. Oh, no, Terry. Let me be guest on survival food topic. I'm into real pepper, pepper, pepper pantry, not that patriot stuff. Okay. Maybe we can do a show on, on, uh, on, pre on, on prepping. It's a good topic, I think. So I'm probably going to like take this video and upload it also to my Spotify tonight show. So I guess like elements of the puzzle were taught to me. Do you know the, the involvement with Gate Thomas or you think it's a quantum default? I'm not sure what to make of that right there, but maybe Thomas might want to answer that. Um, there's something else that, and then maybe, uh, you know, since Thomas is here, maybe I'm going to ask like how accurate this is, or is it, is it an accurate description of, of the, um, of the game, but there's something where it says um, the structure is a business, a secret society, a school, and a way of life. Let me see if I can get this bigger. There we go. The structure is a business, a secret society, a school, and a way of life. It has a network of resources at its disposal, and its skill faction or guilds are divided up according to the proclivity of its members. These guilds would be utilized to educate and inform incoming players as they work their way through the maze of information, all the while operating under the assumption dial they explore a fictional world. The business could hire players as those players show their innate talents and their true will becomes more perceptible and tangible. The organization would also be responsible for creative endeavors relating to the spreading to spreading the project. Any media could be utilized as a vehicle for the project's expression, yet always the media contains the entirety of the project itself. This is due to the nature of the medium the project is embedded within in the digital sphere. All artifacts are extensions back to the web. What matters is the network that exists within the net that forms the living matrix of the project itself. In this way, the project could be embedded in a storyline culled from the creative artifacts of players generated via Apophenia, could be, I might have said that wrong, but could be utilized as scripts, TV shows, YouTube videos, or comic books. The storylines, storyline of these shows is about the drama of the agents of the project, the creators being the main characters of the show. Thus, the whole project becomes self-replicating, self-reflective, and mimetic that's interesting right i mean is this kind of like part of like what the game was or does it is this where is is this where it goes to i don't know i i just like i'm fascinated by by the game fascinated by the game roger stone can's good args so kind of like there's there's this one game that I saw one time and and I, I it was an invitation it would come out it was about it, I think it, it's sort of an M or something and it was like almost like having a utopian online society where it you could join in and kind of be create who you are 
in an entirely different world that you that you could um, make your own morals and your own things in, and it would exist in this kind of like almost like a fantasy world, but it was like something I don't know. It was and you, it was secretive, and and for a while I was looking at it, going, "Do I want to do this?" And I, I I just but it kind of um, I didn't know where it would lead to, like. If you could take a world, right, or you could take a society and or, you know, go into another reality where you were free from the constraints of this reality, what what, what would happen? Like, would it get destructive? Would, would that creation of what you could be in that other reality bleed over into um, this reality? Like would it would it mesh and then and and be destructive or would you go into something and create something that was like like heaven or something? I don't know. Just the concept of that, of of like maybe like a game that actually becomes a part of the it, there's a a reality behind it. Just just I don't know. Even even in even if you're going to write a movie about it, and I guess in a way there is a movie called The Game that has, um, you know, Spicoli, not Sean Stone, but uh, I am I forgetting his name. You know, he's married to Madonna. You know, what I'm talking about. Okay, he, well, anyway, and um, oh, now I'm going to forget things. Oh, come on. Why am I forgetting his name? Anyway, it's a movie called The Game. And uh, they there's a game that's played that has this, and it takes all of your, you know, all the, it's, it's almost like a, it's almost like a Truman Show thing where like there's people like doing things to you that are just actors. And then, you know, it's Sean Penn. Sean Penn's in it. Okay, now, you know. Um, and Michael Douglas, you know, Kirk, anyway, he is in it. So it's like, anyway, great movie. One of my favorite. I, I like, I like watching it. Penn. Yeah, that's right. Sean Penn. Okay. Well, since you know, I, I, you know, I'm showing you the whole clip of the Defango clip that I did in that little video just to kind of show what came in front of it, right? Because, you know, things can be taken out of context, although knowing that the whole thing was a performance, you know, maybe uh, Defango is a Z celebrity. But I wanted to uh, play that whole stand-up act that has been clipped um, you know, that Jesse, just me, just shows the one line and, um, and show you the whole act. So I feel like if I'm going to show like Defango's whole thing, then let me show you that whole routine that was, uh, as, as it was meant to be seen. So, um, I thought I'd play it. And then after I play it, I'll probably like say goodnight, um, because it's already about 1130. And I try not to do my shows too too much longer than two hours. I, I usually hour and a half, two hours. I think is 
Because like when you're when, you, when people like look at your live stream and go, oh god, three hours. I don't have a, I don't think I have enough. You know, three hours to set through that. So you know, um, so I probably will show it. Uh, you can see I have like a lot of, and then okay, there I am. And then say goodnight. It's only like six minutes long. But um, now let me see. I think uh, this time period might have been about like 2004, just to give you just to give you a time period of when I did this part of my uh, act. And um, great. I'll expand this. Let's see, did I set that up right? Let me just make sure. Now I probably will get a copyright on this, but they can have the money. I don't care. They they they, they took the money anyways. <laughs> All right. My car broke down and I had to take the bus. And I was at the bus stop and then this guy looked at me and he goes, you know what? You really don't look like a hooker. <laughs> I go, that's because I'm not. I give it up for free. <laughs> Tonight, so. Ow! 
huge. <laughs> and ah, 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 me when I fake an orgasm. <laughs>
yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't looked at that material in a long time. It's funny, but um, as you can tell, I was a little bit dirty. <laughs> that, that, and I got bleeped. And so um, I used to talk about sex a lot. So, um, yeah. But you know what? That's an older, that's an older version of my, now I'm going to analyze myself, but that's an older version of my standup. Like as time went on, I kind of matured differently and um, grew into something else. But anyway, so um, thank you. Thank you for saying that was a good set. Thanks. That was uh, it kind of like it brought up memories, you know, it's like a repeat. Oh, thank you, Vanessa. So fearless, Terry, love it. Um, what is sewer town? What, what is, oh, you know what? That's a good question. I think that's the, a, a show that, um, um, that's like a name that, um, that, uh, just me uses on his show, like sewer town, but yeah, so that's what it means to me. Thank you. Thank you, Thomas. I had, I had a, uh, well, that's like six minutes of material. I, I had, I, I had, I headlined at some places. So I had about 45 minutes of, of, uh, of an act at one time. So, and uh, yeah, so that's just a little, that's just a little nugget of some of what, you know, what I used to do. So yeah, kind of miss it now. Like after I, I looked at it, I kind of, I got kind of missed that, you know, that stand up stuff. Thank you. I should, I should get back. I'm, I'm thinking about, I mean, I've been thinking about like getting back up. There's a place here that they have an open mic night. And I was thinking about going in and tweaking, like trying out some new stuff. Um, but with school and everything, and then like, you know, working on journalism and stuff, I haven't, I haven't had as much as a, a time and, um, I, I felt like I outgrew that act, you know, like I out, I outgrew what I was then. And, um, you know, it's like, at some point you're like, okay, well I have to, I have, you evolve. And so you want to take it to whatever, whatever the, the new, uh, where you evolved to. So, but right now I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on writing too. Um, cause you know, I, I like to write like a screenplay or, a book. Um, I, I really, I, I have the, I have a first act of a screenplay written because I took a film, film, a screenplay writing class, a film class in college, um, my last fall, and I have the first act. And um, ironically, it involves music, you know, too as well. But it's it's a it's a it's a uh, sci-fi. It's about cloning. Now, I'm not going to give the whole plot away, but I think it's a pretty good idea. Um, so I got the, I got the first act and I have the whole, all of the beats written in it. Like we, so like, you know, I had like my, yeah. So the whole movie's been planned out. Um, but I've only got the first act written, but my professor said he wants to read the whole script when I get it done. So now I have to get it finished. Right. Anyway, um, I'm going to. Yeah, you were pretty good. Maybe someday you'll have new stuff based on what is going on now. Maybe so. Maybe so. You know, I mean, 
I, I think I think there's another there's another routine in me um, at this age, and also everything else that's going on. So, um, you know, I, I don't think I, I don't think I'm finished from performing overall in my life. So that's, that's just my inclination, really. I just can't see myself like never going on stage again. Or never, you know, doing any type of acting or anything like that. Or I, I you know, I can sing too. By the way, <laughs> actually, I, I can. So, um, okay. So I want to um, probably say goodbye tonight. It's good to see Vanessa here, and it's nice to see Thomas here and Lanessa. I was just noticing your necklace too. Yeah, thanks. This is um, my aunt gave me a bunch of costume jewelry. And I, of course, this is the Fleur de Lay, right? Um, and I noticed, not on this one, but there's another turtleneck that has a little, she has, there's several little things that she's given to me that has Fleur de Lays on it. And I asked her, I said, well, do you just like this? Or is does this have something to do with, you know, our heritage? Like, I just had that conversation. Because, you know, I say I'm half, I'm half, uh, half, half Mexican, I pour white trash, but... The other side, uh, it really, honestly, it's it's Spanish. I'm I'm more Spanish, but there's a little bit of the um, Native American uh, Indian in it. And then the other side is German, Irish, and French. And so the French, um, you know, my great grandmother was French. Lambert was her last name, and um, my mother's last name was Moore, M O O R E, and. Um, so yeah, so believe it or not, um, my mom did do a DNA test and I'm also, we're also Viking, which is kind of interesting, Viking and Roman. So like, which, like I, I make a joke about it. I go in, when she first told me, I'm like, oh my God, we're assholes. And she's like, what? I go, no, we're assholes. We raped and pillaged people and, and, and the Romans. And I go, what? Ah, this is not good. This is not good. You know? And, uh, but yeah, when she told me, she goes, you know what? I know you're gonna find the good part of the Vikings. I know you'll, I know you'll, you'll, you'll find it. But so I'm kind of a strange mix. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I, 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 I don't know what to make of it all. But yeah, the fleur de lis. So, so because my aunt's giving me like, you know, she's take, she kind of helped me out. You know, I'm going to college and stuff. She's given me like some really nice jewelry pieces as well as. Um, some nice clothes, some like I've got like pretty jackets and, and tops and things to wear. So, you know, Sicilian Vikings. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's, you know, like I, I, I might, maybe the Viking side is the fight in me, you know, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, little man. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass, you know. I don't think so, you know. Maybe that's it. Don't you get in my way, you know. All right, so I'm gonna sign off here uh, and and say good night. Oh, one more thing, one more one more shameless plug. Help me get to 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 the second. I'm in second place on the on the on the Fab Over Forty competition. Let me throw this up again. Uh, if you if you guys could like put in a vote for me tonight or over tomorrow. Um, again, cause you can vote all the time and help me get, cause it's going to stop. I'm going to do one more push. I'm not going to give up. Um, um, kind of like, uh, 
maybe like because like it's it, the voting for this is going to stop tomorrow night i hope i don't look at it now and goes oh you're in third place okay no i'm in second place right now i gotta be first to make it to the quarterfinals so i'm gonna put it in the chat again as you think of voting for me tonight help me get into the to the first place spot by tomorrow at 7 p.m so i could go to the quarterfinals that would be just a kick um but if I don't make it, it's not like I'm going to like, you know, like I'm not going to just keep going on with life, right? Because <laughs> life goes on. Things are meant for you. Things are not meant for you. They have their time period. And um, you just you just keep going. You keep creating. So anyways, I really enjoyed doing the show tonight. And uh, I really, I really enjoyed seeing you guys show up in it. And uh I think I will stop. I will go with a different video of um, Isaac Cappy um, just because I, I started with him and I think I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and end with him. Um, there's another version of, 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 you know, you know how people have made other versions out of that song, uh, the brackets and jackets. And there was another interesting one. Um, that has certain graphics in it. This is, and it also had Spanish, it has Spanish subtitles in it. And you know, what's interesting about it, I mean, like, look, Isaac really affected people. Just one more thing about Isaac Cappy. Um, he really did affect people in what he did. And he's an actor and, it, and, and, and actors are good communicators, right? Uh, and people, the the Jeffrey Epstein thing and what he said about it and the connections with everything, um, you know, people have used, you know, redone that Jackets and Brackets song over again. And this one has Spanish subtitles. So it's crossed over to, you know, another language. Somebody wanted to put other another language to it. And they did some really interesting graphics. So I'm going to say good night on that one. The tribe of Dan, antigen on blood, or de-antigen. You know the whole blood thing is is um. You know, there's a whole a whole theory about the negative bloodlines and. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm tribe of Dan though. I'm not sure about that. Um, okay, so alert. Okay, here we go. Good night. Um, I'll see you next time. right folks Epstein Jeffrey Epstein the man with the island which is viciously close to Haiti 
That's right. You see this man, Jeffrey Epstein, is funding lots of people. He's funding lots of people on the street to make sure his shit doesn't get out. That's right. They want the record sealed. Yeah, they're paying a lot of people. Epstein's paying a lot of people. Oh, boy. For one, he's got a whole massage media matrix in America. And I would bet you anything that Alex Jones is one of them. Prove me wrong. That's right. Cappy's in the portal. Cappy's in the portal. Cappy's in the building with songs about Epstein. It's Reverend Jackson's Epstein edition. Guys, I had some epiphanies today. I had some real big epiphanies about some guys. A big network of guys and spies and lies and liars. All right, think about this for a minute, okay? The guy in Portland, the scientist that just got busted for producing CP, that guy is one degree of separation away from Epstein. Epstein, the investor that lives in West Palm Beach, Florida. I know a guy who lives in West Palm Beach, Florida as well. Investor as well. Also involved as well. And all is not well with these guys. The Florida boys, the Glow boys, the Scott Israels of the world. You see, Epstein is Hillary Clinton. And Epstein is Haiti. And Epstein is a big network of media assets. By the way, did you know that Steve Bannon is going to that guy for money? Also, Epstein is Epstein Oprah. Epstein is uh, Chris Tucker. You remember him. Epstein is also Kevin Spacey. <coughs> Epstein is also... Prince Andrew. Epstein is also. Who else is Epstein? Who else is Epstein? Tell me. You guys know. Who else is Epstein? Is Epstein Big Pharma? Is Epstein Brian Singer? Is Epstein Naomi Campbell? Yep. All of the above. All of the above. Who is Epstein? Epstein is the keystone of a whole motherfucking matrix. And once you pull it out, once you pull it out, it all falls down. Dersh, Dersh was there too. And that's right, we're dropping red pills every day. Dropping red pills in the best kind of way. This is brackets and jackets for the denizens of islands. We still got 7 million people.